Hello and welcome in new episode of Go Global Eastern Europe podcast. This show is dedicated for smart entrepreneurs, marketing experts and sales leaders from Eastern Europe that want to get global clients. Our today's guest would tell us how to get global coverage by news. Alena Dalska-Latosiewicz is expert of PR and she's leading whole communication that we play esports super innovative company that was created in ukraine but now it's also global and even they have our own esport arena in kiev so a lot interesting lessons that we can learn from them and let's jump to the episode okay so hello everyone and welcome alena i'm super happy that we can talk at one of the first episodes that you you are my guest uh, so welcome in go globalist in europe hello thomas hello everyone i'm very pleased to be here and it's really a big honor for me because i uh um you know would like to uh discuss a bit uh, some interesting uh, topics and uh, as well i'm uh, open for all the questions in case someone okay. will have <laughs> great great so at the beginning if you can share with us your story how her career was going to this point um you know um uh, I think the main uh, point for me was always to follow my dreams and uh, um, I was working, you know, first in advertising company and then in fashion lifestyle magazine and, and afterwards in esports and each this period of my life, I was following my dream and uh, after working in uh, uh lifestyle magazines like Elle and Marie Claire. Afterwards, I have experience to uh, work in marketing agency as well, but uh, the focus uh, of this agency were mostly on uh, high-end brands like L'Oreal, Grey Goose, uh, BMW, um, Lexus, and so on. So all this expertise, uh, I had a chance you know, to bring to all marketing communication. Uh, I think the ticking point was not even just esports, honestly, but I, wa I wanted to, uh, you know, to work mostly in strategic communication because it's a great honor and pleasure to work with these worldwide brands when you can uh, deliver something uh, and uh, you know perform the best result. But anyway, no matter how long is the contract, it still has its you know start and end point. And for me, it was a big challenge to you know to start building something from scratch and uh, i was always open to anything new so it was you know all combined in one point and um, when i discovered this uh, opportunity and esports and i just said wow that's what i really want to do and no matter that uh, some some something that i'm still so not so familiar was not, not so familiar at the time. I was uh, excited because it's a, it's a great challenge to discover some totally new, you know, uh, field. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking about because as you as you said about following the dreams. So I know that many girls dreaming to working in fashion industry, like you have this opportunity. But on the other hand, yeah, you I have was this... one of them. <laughs> Okay, but on the other hand, I, I oh, see that you. 
yeah <laughs> on, on the other yeah something with connections but you know on the other hand I, I see that you have this wonderful opportunity to create something new like entire new world in this in esports and that as i feel it's also could be kind of your dream yes yes it is because uh, it was a dream already on a bit another level because working i was you know really in in the best time i think for lifestyle magazines it was like on top now we see everything what's going on like print media they going a bit they changing into digital and as i still keep connection with my you know um, with uh, journalists and editors from lifestyle the situation is changing so what was what the time was best i i really uh, i you know, I delivered and I enjoyed it mostly. And uh, yeah, here as well. So the idea, my focus was already on, you know, my um, professional opportunities, what I can do, not only uh, in field, but in terms of everyday work. And it was uh, that time for me, uh, probably um, time of making decision. Um, mm. One of the most recent, right? That's right. But you know, what's interesting now because uh, everything goes around yeah and uh, uh, we see how esports merge with different other fields and uh, i think uh, uh, very soon we'll see uh, more you know merging brands from from fashion from lifestyle as well uh, with esports and i'm pretty sure that previous background could help help me to bring more to esports and to company uh, I work with uh, so you know to combine this and uh, maybe just a new lifestyle for everyone will uh, appear and we will be not only you know uh, people who uh, like we uh, heard or we read something about esports we can all turn into people who will enjoy to watch these shows Okay, so everything is connect. Some our different experience can connect in some <laughs> different places. So on this point, because because for many people that they could not have big, uh, big no enough knowledge about esports, like you know one year before yes, before one year I didn't know that it's so big industry before we started work to work together. So if you can share some information about WePlay and some brief the story and why it's so <laughs> so big thing now that that's to be in esports and what's going on with this company. Esports uh, you know it it didn't appear like uh, yesterday uh, because the main thing what differs esports from gaming it's it's competitive gaming of course and uh, you know whenever people from i don't know first coliseum or anywhere people like this competitive stuff and that that drives them a lot and of course we live in the world that you know changed so fast and uh, esports is just another way of having this experience of competitive gaming and especially uh, with all you know all things we we see better internet connection we see better all technology stuff we see how publishers who create games how they you know sophisticated with what with what they offer to, to their customers so all this stuff they bring uh, 
like in other industry, but it's not differs. Honestly, it not it, it doesn't differ so much as you can you can think from the start because uh, the nature of uh, competitive gaming it's quite quite you know. Uh, common for everyone. It's just the way we receive these emotions or the way we engage it. So, for example, some, you know, some esports discipline, they more easy to understand what's going on. And for example, Dota 2, you have to be more kind of engaged to understand what you see on the screen or how to play. And at the same time, Guys go, yeah, Counter-Strike, and I don't. I think in 10 minutes, basic stuff you can understand and you already feel this adrenaline. So we play eSports, a company that, you know, was uh, already, uh, I think, around yeah, nine years on the market because we still have this eight years, but time goes, so change, it's already nine years on the market uh, after its rebranding because uh, uh, when our founders, they uh, realized more opportunities in what they already have business, what they, they love, they, they engage, and that was the point when uh, they start um, to, you know, to make the company grow. And for quite short period of time, uh, and I'm very honored to be part of the team we from company that was only starting uh, this journey, uh, we now turn it into you know world leading company, and uh, very tiny spoiler. And I'm uh, you know I can't wait to bring the very great news to all esports fandom uh, that we're already preparing very soon. That will you know. Uh, make my words uh, um, more, um, you know, more reputable what I say. So uh, it's not just advertising, it's really fact and uh, we'll be very uh, pleased to invite everyone uh, to watch what we prepared for okay. everyone. Okay, so how big is we play? if you can share? How many yeah, people yeah. working here? Uh, we play now uh, we have a team uh, more than 300 people uh, we very multi-international company uh, nevertheless our route starts from ukraine uh, for now we have two um, offices like um, in uh, kiev and in los angeles and of course we have a few sales offices in um in the UK, in London, and in Moscow, in Russia, and you are coming soon. So uh, in replay, you can meet people from, you know, what I like, it's like people from very different backgrounds. Of course, a lot of people like, you know, endemic who like, I don't know, they've been, uh, they and esports, it's like two, it's one word, yeah, because they, they breathe esports, they, they love esports, they live, live with esports. And of course, we, uh, we have people from very different uh, backgrounds. We have financial department, of course, very awesome and uh, professional legal team, uh, uh, PR, marketing, uh, HR department. So all these people, they try to find the common language and they are learning how to work together and how to bring the best quality uh, services and products to the world market. Okay, great. So yes, yeah, so let's slightly move to your area or of your kingdoms or public relations. And if you can share how it's possible to create, maybe you can just, just, just say a few words, 
what you achieved with PR and what's specific in this esports PR, this 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 your <laughs> industry? Um, no, I think that uh, for me, most valuable, of course, that uh, achievement is that reputation of we play esports. Um, and the journey we are going uh, together with uh, our colleagues, with our stakeholders, with our fans, viewers, and we're going uh, through any changes and challenges together. So the main thing that we play esports is company that we, we are quite transparent, we are open. Um, anything we do, we do with uh, really passion. And I think as well, it's quite specific for what, what we do here. And the main achievement, of course, is reputation and uh, brand awareness of the company. Of course, we we on one of the steps of this long journey. And uh, we, um, I will make short, tiny, one more spoiler, professional spoiler again um, we want to start uh, working on strategical level in terms of working with reputation index and it's not still not too many companies on on the stage of you know um, and very fast development they already work with this index but i hope we're gonna do it why we need it of course to uh, deliver this business impact with communication and to help company growth and for me it was really valuable experience because i have i had i still have this chance yet to uh, create a pr team from scratch and i'm very thankful for the company and for the trust to make this real and to everyone from my team who trusts me personally in company who joined team and who delivered uh, so of course we we you know we monitor we research and we measure our results in different metrics and uh, thanks to many companies and tools who help us with doing this. Uh, but uh, anyway, main objective of any PR department communication, it's still not just metric, it's how it helps business goals uh, to be achieved. Okay, so how do you start with, with some PR campaign to achieve some global coverage or maybe even in not only in a home country, because I think it's pretty easy if we have some success in our countries that, okay, someone has access, success, let's write about them. Uh, but yeah, I know that you have success in UK, US and many countries. How would you start to, to get in touch with journalists from these countries? What should, could, could be the first steps even to, to connect them? You know, in Ukraine, um very interesting mentality very interesting uh, i had a few discussions with my colleagues not only from pr but sometimes um ukrainian like not ukrainian we are not ukrainian company we're already global company but of course any company starts from somewhere um and but in ukraine if you have roots from this uh, country Ukrainian will like agree that you succeed only if global uh, market will say, guys, you're cool. Mm -hmm. So this is very specific. It's not like uh, I think in many other countries. So if 
they see you succeed uh, somewhere uh, um i don't know some you you gain some uh, great media coverage in in us market for example oh that means these guys are really cool so honestly uh quite insightful uh because for for me personally, uh, and I know for some of my peers, was you know much much more easier to work with global media for st in start than okay. in Ukraine Whoa. because yeah because uh, here it's it's very weird because we have so many you know um, esports background and market uh, here a lot of players a lot of teams a lot of companies they have their roots from Ukraine in esports really it's huge uh, I, I can honestly say it's huge esports hub and I'm pretty sure after well, all the story with COVID will finish uh, you guys will come to our first arena in Kiev we play esports arena in Kiev believe me it's awesome it's amazing it's very you know sophisticated with all this technical stuff it has this uh, you know ambience and you will see what I'm talking about um, you know so Getting back to media coverage, when you gain in it uh, in other countries here, you know, in Ukraine was much, much more easier. And uh, that's how it works. But uh, about specific, I think there, you know, now a lot of courses, how to preach media, how to do it correct. Of course, you can, you have to learn this and we do it with uh, your team. Uh, but main thing you have to respect and you have to think like a journalist, honestly. And I think my background from editorial business helps me because I know how these people think. And you don't need to sell your story. You need to make this uh, story interesting for the readers of this media. So this is how you work with angles. And um, I think, uh, you know, global media, uh, they like more, you know, um, they value their time a lot. And if they're interested in story or in your, I don't know, press release, it goes very fast most of the time. Is they not, they not. So as well, they respect your time and that makes our story moves uh, faster. Okay. So story is the most important part of, of, of this uh, process, yes? Yeah, of course. And story... Uh, not like we creating something not existing, but when you work with story, I mean, you want to deliver to any media, you thinking about um, how it can bring any value to the reader. This is the most important. But we're now talking about media relations. It's just part of PR. Yeah, it's very important part and very valuable. And of course, uh, in terms of digital era, yeah, we know already how to measure this, but it's not the only one. And as well, it's very important, I think, for PR people, if they work in esports or in any other field, not to forget that we can use other tools and uh, you know methods to achieve the goals we have. Okay, so can you share any method that could be interesting or maybe useful for like companies starting with PR? Um, 
when when you mean uh, what method to use when company starts uh, doing yes PR? yes they wanted to start they already okay. they already used uh, like uh, marketing <laughs> we yeah. will go to this topic but they want to okay it will be great to have few logos on our website that they wrote about us or they want to have this yeah this reputation is a good word because i think it's it's a big challenge for many companies from part of the world that 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 companies from the western world think yeah okay i'm not sure <laughs> if they living in the caves there in poland in ukraine or in serbia and somewhere else so so it's it's great when we have this confirmation so yeah what would you advise maybe some tools methods frameworks how to how to how to start Number one, we have to start to understand our business goals. Number two, we have to create our PR communication strategy that will serve these goals and how we can measure these goals and how we can prove our impact. So, um, of course, uh, now in PR, you know, kind of a trend and um, a lot of uh, professional people, uh, you know, from all over the world, this spend a lot of time and efforts how to work with measurement and alt amic and uh, i really uh, recommend everyone to who just interested no matter pr or communication or marketing people who are interested in marketing communication uh, measurement and evaluation uh, to sign in over there and these guys they created amazing stuff it's called amic framework uh, you can use it online it's very easy uh, it helps you to align your tactics with objectives and to understand and to deliver to your team or anyone in the company what's the difference from outputs and outcomes because honestly what i see on the market everywhere is that pr people they, they stuck only on uh, outputs yeah so you know your boss or your client they may ask you okay we have 100,000 billions media coverage in i don't know all media over the world what's the purpose what's the value of it and this is what in any level junior senior middle to learn how you can not only track your result how you can evaluate what you you did and to connect it with uh, business goals so without uh, step number one you're not going to succeed because how you can connect it, your results with business goals if you don't know them so okay. this is how the circle goes mm -hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> so i think it's great introduction so yeah let's smooth let's smoothly move to this topic that I know that you want to share some ideas from this, this position of PR and marketing from each other. So how it's connect, what should be first and when is the right time to start with PR or maybe it's should we, we start with both or maybe we start with PR and then at marketing. What's your opinions about it? You know, today it's a very sensitive topic in uh, any country as i see i see a lot of posts from my colleagues in the uk a lot of posts in, from colleagues in russia now people in ukraine i think starts talking about this why is it going on because um i don't remember someone wrote i think on facebook and i'm totally agree with this 
So honestly, now marketing a digital PR is kind of the same thing. Yeah, because PR was um, a few years ago, even kind of supportive way or one one of the methods of marketing because we couldn't measure it yeah and uh, at the moment when pr turn in we all turn into digital and pr starts having its own metrics so what you can measure you can evaluate right so this is how um the story goes and now yeah there is a situation kind of marketing and pr have some kind of competition but i think it's a very wrong approach that's why we see in many uh company who like you know very um, you know fast forward uh, moving on the market sometimes we see even there is no marketing or PR department it's communication department or it's brand communication department because you sometimes you can use both marketing and PR, they can use the same tools, but for different approaches and for different goals. And that's why there shouldn't be any conflict on this. Because of course, as I see, honestly, marketing people, they're a bit jealous that PR people start using, for example, uh, SEO approach or you know some content marketing stuff. But uh, it depends on goals. Yeah, for example, what I see, it's my professional observation, my personal observation, let's say like this. Uh, when you work with B2C customers, or I don't know, you have some e-commerce and you mostly work with people who order something online. So as well, you need here uh, marketing or communication integrated stuff. And of course, marketing here comes first, I mean, in terms of deliver customers and PR goes mostly for kind of corporate stuff. If this company wants, for example, go to stock market or stuff like this. If the company works mostly on B2B or B2G uh, markets. So here I think PR is kind of has first role because most uh, how you attract your potential customers and stakeholders, it's reputation. So it depends on what market you, you work on and what goals you want to achieve. And anyway, if you, because as I see now, mark, marketing is a bit even short term because everyone expects from marketing very fast results. So you do campaign, you, for example, ads campaign, you do campaign, you show your metrics, you show your sales. This is how cute, Q second was succeed or not. Uh, what we what goes with reputation? You can't, you know, build reputation in one day. Yeah, you can do something amazing like you're doing Thomas with your podcast. Yeah, but you need time to you know to bring to people that you are you have very amazing podcasts. Uh, you have a few. You need to have a few guests, so it needs time, and that means that PR it's kind of can be even more. Let's say. Um, needs even more probably investment, but it will work most more more efficient on your long term. Yeah. And especially if company have like big dream, they dream very big and they want to go global. If the company want to go someday on stock market, they think to they need to think to start about PR now, yesterday, not tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's also big connection between these two fields because sure. there is many people are not believing in the marketing marketing like obvious marketing so i even uh, saw yesterday in some marketing group that they for example joined podcasts and they promote not like 
webinar, not sales letter, they promoted podcast, but in the podcast was implement also marketing communication, also some good copywriting, but in this way, like information. So I think like, for example, getting good coverage and then promoting this, it could be combined because still people believe in more in some external sources that our that okay we are the best but if some media write that we are the best and we promote this that could be great great synergy i think the pr stuff is you're right then when third party someone says you are you are the best not because people already they are tired of this direct advertisement and we who love this and they you know they don't trust it we know this uh, when they don't want to watch banners and that's why marketing now focus a lot on influencer marketing and in many industries actually in esports it's one of the best instruments i think because but this is the same approach the the idea uh we get they it's coming not directly from company or company representative it comes from third party from influencers so this is very good point thank you that's right but um even when we for example doing something in marketing we need to to use as well i think this pr approach so that's why i'm a big fan of content marketing for example because it combines i think all the best what we have for now in their you know in marketing pr communication whatever we called it in editing because we can deliver great text we can combine all our experience we can uh, have a link building over there if we need we can bring with this link uh, you know some funnel or some you know audience or we can deliver with third party experience we can get inside the call to action we can ask our stakeholder so we work for stakeholder engagement uh, you know uh, direction so it's all together and uh, yeah i think this one of the best best uh, way how to work uh, now yeah indeed i agree with this reason why i choose this <laughs> this path and especially linkedin as this <laughs> this micro world of the professionals of the people who of 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 this possibility that we can create network of people that we think okay that probably will be interested or we want to connect somehow so yeah i think it's everything with the similar you know rules from the beginning from the fundamentals mm -hmm. from the pillars and then different different ways to express this actually i'm a big fan of linkedin because it helps i think for pr people um most of all other social medias because it helps to build this thought leadership for people and to build actual reputation uh, because other social medias you know they have their own focus and uh, they more i think they're still more marketing for me like for example instagram here's my new jacket buy because i wear this and you love me that's why you need to have it something like this and linkedin you can you know bring your expertise only thinking how it can be valuable for other people so uh i think you're on the very right track and you have uh, a lot of companies and people to build this reputation 
And guys, I really recommend you to uh, subscribe to Thomas' uh, LinkedIn page. Uh, he, he posts a lot of very, very valuable content. Thank you. Thank you for this. <laughs> and yeah, I think we, in this stage, we can slowly, slowly go to the end. And if you can share where people should follow you if they want also to follow your path and when where you share your lessons on this on this road pr or spr esports pr person um you know <laughs> you know it's funny not long time ago i had a data that around 30 percent PR people, they don't have the personal uh, brand and personal PR. And as well, I had a discussion with other PR people about this. And uh, one of the uh, Ukrainian, I don't know, trainer, coach, you know, communication staff and company uh, trainer, Marina Starodubska. I love what you do, Marina. So as well, she said, very correct idea. Yeah, but these people, they bring really genuine and natural uh, fans around them. Yeah, even if we don't work holistically. So honestly, I'm very bad in my personal PR. I admit it. And every day I'm thinking, Yes, today I need to do more posts. Today I need to do uh, to have a guest article. But all the time, something comes for a company or for mm -hmm. for some stakeholders, and you know it takes first. And by the end of the day, you're like, oh, again, uh, yeah. So, but uh, I use for um, communicating with uh, other professional people from my field. Of course, most of of it it's linkedin and over there as well at least guys i really try <laughs> to share my lessons from my uh, professional life some insights something i see valuable and uh, my page is Elena Dalska, so you can find it and please subscribe let's get connected let's uh, exchange our opinions uh, Honestly, for now, I don't have any guest articles in, you know, on based on regular time, but I promise I will, I will change it. And one thing just to, you know, to share uh, how I did kind of, it was not like, you know, page for sharing lessons, but I experienced some difficulties in finding people in my team. And in Telegram, I just, I just created a, a channel like PR jobs and comms like this like uh, HR for PR and somehow, you know, I just posted the job jobs, you know, what I really love and I trust companies and somehow people start subscribe. And, you know, I honestly didn't put a lot of effort. So if you love something and you really want to do, and even if you don't have time, please don't start, just start and do it. And you'll see probably it will it will grow even without your big efforts. Great, great story for the end. So thank you, thank <laughs> you for this. Thank you for this talk. Thank you for sharing your lessons. And and yeah, see you on <laughs> online and on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. Thank you for your attention. Thank you, Thomas. Bye-bye.